Welcome to the first episode of 2022 of Green Minds, the podcast of the Southeast Sustainability Directors Network. This podcast is co-hosted by Laurel Creech of Nashville and myself, Catherine Mercier-Baggett, Sustainability Manager for the City of Sandy Springs in Georgia. Urban trees are this month's topic, uh, which is one very dear to my heart, and that is the common thread throughout my education and career. Uh, And reasons for that is that the canopy provides a myriad of benefits, including stormwater management, heat island effect mitigation, air pollution abatement, uh, providing habitat for wildlife, and improving mental health for us humans. Most municipalities now have regulatory and voluntary programs to help protect this resource. Um, so in this episode, you will first hear from Bridget Lawler, our GIS manager, to discuss the most recent tree canopy study, uh, which is an essential tool for developing three related policies. Now, there are many ways to determine the coverage provided by trees, with most methodologies using aerial photographs. Uh, Bridget will walk us through the methodology she and her team used in their latest analysis. We will then move away from the technical side to discuss policy and implementation with Dr. Kendra Abkowitz, Chief Sustainability and Resilience Officer at the Metropolitan Government of Nashville and Davidson County in Tennessee. Nashville has seen a decrease in its canopy in recent years due to development, but also storms and pests. A 2020 executive order from Mayor John Cooper established new tree protection and replacement standards and public projects to help mitigate the loss of that canopy. Metro Nashville also initiated Route Nashville, a public-private partnership program that challenges the community to plant more trees. And additionally, an ordinance passed in late 2021 to dedicate funding for restoring the canopy and public projects. So Dr. Abkowitz will explain in detail how all of these pieces work together. Hi, Bridget. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, speak with us today. Would you mind introducing yourself before we get started? Sure. Hi, my name is Bridget Lawler, and I'm the GIS manager here at the City of Sandy Springs. And I'm so happy to get to work with you every day. I enjoy working with you, too. Oh, thank you. Could you give us a recap of the past canopy studies that we have done in Sandy Springs and also explain how the latest one is a little different? Yes. So we have completed tree canopy studies using imagery from the U.S. Department of Agriculture's National Agriculture Imagery Program. And so we just call that the NAEP program. And we've done our studies since 2013. Every two years, the USDA has new NAEP imagery for Georgia. And in the past, the imagery resolution has been one square meter. So basically each pixel was one meter by one meter. But in 2019, the imagery was captured at a higher resolution. And so those pixels were 0.6 meters by 0.6 meters. The imagery was much more detailed, which was great in terms of trying to capture the canopy. Um, However, instead of having about 1 million pixels for our city of 39 square miles, we had nearly 280 million pixels. That is a lot of pixels. (laughs) (laughs) It was a lot of pixels. (laughs) So can you walk us through the the general methodology on how you handled all those pixels? Yeah, yeah, sure. So the NAEP imagery is delivered in tiles, and we have about 10 tiles for Sandy Springs. And the first step is pretty easy. We just mosaic or stitch those tiles together. 
And then in our GIS software, we run what's called an ISO classification on the imagery. And the ISO classification basically divides the pixels into groups based on the pixels spectral characteristics. And then we assign each group a classification of either canopy, non-canopy or mixed. Then what we do is we take any of those pixels that are that we couldn't classify as canopy or non-canopy. So any of all of those mixed pixels are then processed again through the ISO classification. And they are divided into groups based on their spectral characteristics. And then we assign new groups of either canopy, non-canopy or mixed to that smaller section of, or that smaller group of pixels. And we keep repeating that process over and over until all of the pixels are assigned canopy or non-canopy. Um, usually it takes us between six or seven iterations to just chip away slowly and get all of the pixels classified. So that sounds very labor intensive. Uh, the GIS software makes it go pretty quickly, which is great. We also here at Sandy Springs have uh, three GIS people. So it helps that we are all able to contribute. Um, and it also, I think, makes the process a bit more accurate because we take the majority rules. If two out of the three people say it's canopy, then we go with, with the majority there. I think it helps us have a more accurate process. Product. Right. What were the findings of uh, this, this round of study? So basically, since 2013, our canopy has been hovering around 58%. We are seeing increases in areas that have had a concerted effort of planting trees and where these newly planted trees are maturing. We're also seeing some decreases in areas where there is redevelopment. We have a lot of older 1950s ranch houses on large lots, and many of those are being converted into larger houses with most of the trees on those lots being torn down. We also have a sizable decrease around I-285 and State Route 400 due to the highway widening and the transformation project. The nice thing about Sandy Springs, we are very, very fortunate to have over 600 acres of canopy on land that is in the Chattahoochee River National Recreation Area. And the majority of that is, is canopy. Right, that is definitely giving us uh, a little boost. So that was for 2019, right? Uh, correct, yes. Okay, so we're going to be doing 2021 shortly. The imagery is arriving soon, is that right? Yes, yes. So they have already captured the imagery for 2021, and we are waiting on the USDA to let us know when it is ready for purchase. And then, so hopefully, if all goes well, by the summer, we'll have a new canopy classification for the 2021 data. So this is not a free product. We have to pay for it. It's minimal. Um, it costs us $10. Okay. I think everybody can afford that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So the data um, itself, the raw data was, was not that expensive. The canopies, the software that we use to classify the canopy can be a bit pricey. I know there are some free GIS software products. I haven't used a lot of them, but I would think that they would have the same functionality as well. Okay. 
Well, definitely that could be uh, worth looking into for communities that don't have the means that we have in Sandy Springs. Thank you so much, Bridget, for walking us through this process. And I look forward to seeing the results of the 2021 study. Great. Thanks, Catherine. Hi, Kendra. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. Um, just to get started, do you mind introducing yourself first? Sure, happy to do that. Thanks again for having me today, Catherine. It's a pleasure to get to speak with you. So my name is Kendra Ackwitz. I am Chief Sustainability and Resilience Officer with the City of Nashville. Um, I'm relatively new in my role, so I've been um, with the Mayor's Office now about four months, and it's been a wild and exciting ride thus far. So really in my role, I'll be focusing on a couple of things. One is really leveraging, you know, the great work that our uh, metro departments are doing on sustainability to date and providing some bench strength to them in terms of being able to uh, really elevate the work that they're doing and build support and resources to help them um, accomplish uh, the great goals that they have. And then I'll also be tackling a number of special projects for the mayor's office and city of Nashville in particular, again, on some high priority sustainability and resilience issues. And then also working to really support our incredible community partners across Nashville who also work in sustainability and resilience spaces and really um, make sure that we are a wonderful partner to them and that we can benefit from their work um, and then likewise that they can benefit from the work that we're doing. Great. So speaking of priorities and community partnership, I, I think the project we're going to be talking about actually hits these points. I know that Nashville is growing very fast, like so many other metro cities in the South. How has it changed in your area over maybe the past 10 years? So you're spot on, Catherine. Um, we have seen such rapid growth and really intense development in Nashville, which um, provides a lot of benefits. It also presents us with a lot of challenges. So we've estimated that between 2008 and 2016, Nashville lost more than 900 acres of trees. That's the equivalent of about 13% of our tree canopy, which is pretty significant, especially when we look at the benefits that tree canopy provide. And so this uh, estimate that we um, compiled really helped us quantify that we think there's more than $600,000 in environmental benefits associated with trees. So things like stormwater management, improved air quality, lower utility bills, obviously natural resource habitat, um, all of those environmental benefits and ecosystem services go away when that tree canopy goes away. So again, while development is, is a wonderful thing for our city, it also does come with some unfortunate impacts. And so one of the things we are focused on is trying to actually restore those environmental benefits um, in a way that benefits the city. Could you explain how this priority is implemented? That's a great question. So I think we've taken robust action in areas that Metro Nashville can directly control. Um, and then we're also thinking through creative solutions to really extend our impact um, into areas that are, we are less likely able to directly control. So we've really increased requirements associated with tree plantings on metro properties. So trying to lead by example and make sure that whenever we are engaging in development activities throughout our own uh, real estate portfolio, that um, we're being very thoughtful about uh, you know, tree restoration and maintenance and preserving those trees. 
and then putting in place an appropriate maintenance framework to make sure those trees are around and taken care of years into the future. One of the really new cool um, and innovative approaches that we've taken is something that we informally relate to as or, or speak about as creating a stream for the trees. And when we talk about that, we mean um, a dedicated revenue stream that can help us restore and maintain tree canopy that's been lost. We recently just spoke about sort of the intense and rapid development that has occurred. And one way we're trying to um, be directly responsive to some of the tree canopy loss is by creating this new revenue stream that can support restoration of our dwindling tree canopy. And so what this looks like is it actually creates this dedicated revenue stream for trees. And it's intended, again, to be directly responsive to some of the loss that comes from construction activity. So we're looking at building permit revenues, grading permit revenues, and bonds issued by Metro for construction projects. And what uh, would occur, what occurs now, um, starting this summer, July 1st, 2022, is the city would allocate 1% of revenues from, again, building permits, grading permits, and bonds to a dedicated fund that can support tree canopy restoration and maintenance. And so we have that capped at an annual level of $2.5 million annually, but we think that this is um, a significant enough pot of funds to help support that to really make a difference. And so how that funding will actually be used is to help support our Root Nashville campaign. And that is a very ambitious campaign that we started in 2017 with an aspirational goal of planting 500,000 trees by 2050. So what we've realized though in the first few years of executing that program is that we need more financial support to successfully execute that program. And so this new this new funding source that we've successfully created will help support um, those tree planting and, and maintenance efforts. So in, in Metro Atlanta, we have uh, Trees Atlanta, which is a, a nonprofit that uh, does work in, uh, I think it's in the five core counties. And we have established a goal of 1 million trees in 10 years. So maybe we need to have a healthy competition I would love that. We would welcome that. Um, <laughs> nothing is better than, like you said, healthy competition to motivate both of us and think about all the benefit we'll be doing for our communities and, and really um, uh, the worlds at large. So trees are wonderful things. I, I welcome. <laughs> I welcome the friendly competition. Okay, we have a deal then. So my last question is: How is the, the tree canopy managed right now in the city of Nashville? For, um, you know, tree canopy that Metro directly controls on its properties, again, we have robust requirements in place that have really been solidified over the past year, year and a half that have really held us to a much uh, tougher standard in terms of carefully considering any tree removals that need to occur, but then also putting in place requirements to essentially track trees as an asset. So to complete inventories and and obviously put in place um, a robust maintenance and, and watering program. When it comes to, to tree canopy on non-metro properties, that's where it gets a little bit more complex and where a partnership like Root Nashville is particularly beneficial because that allows us to, again, really extend more robust tree canopy restoration efforts to private partners. And that's why it's so important that through Root Nashville, we get to partner with a local nonprofit who does have the ability to then work directly 
with private property owners to, again, get them to restore tree canopy. And so that's what's really, again, critical and innovative about this program is not only the financing mechanism piece of it, but also the public-private partnership that allows us to extend some influence over what happens on private property where we wouldn't otherwise. We hope that, again, by partnering with our nonprofit partners, this allows us to more directly influence what happens on private properties and try to restore some tree canopy and, and maintain tree canopy there. A tree fund is a tool that was adopted in Sandy Springs, uh, I think, with the creation of the city about 15 years ago. And I don't have an exact number, but I would estimate that we have planted maybe five to 6,000 trees with that tree fund. So I really hope it's going to work out as successfully, if not more, on, on your end. Well, we've got a lot of work ahead of us. So I think we've put in place the structure to, to make some big gains and strides. But, but we do have a, a lot to do between now and 2050 to achieve our goal of planting 500,000 trees by 2025. So wish us luck. It's going to require, again, a, a huge team effort between Metro, each of our departments that touches tree-related work, and our nonprofit partners, and then obviously um, residents throughout the city. So we've got our work cut out for us, but it's an exciting challenge. Yes, definitely. At least usually the community is behind planting more trees. Absolutely. It tends to be a less controversial um, environmental policy or sustainability policy to tackle. And I think in large part just due to, again, the myriad benefits that trees provide. Um, so, so I agree. Hopefully that will help, um, help us really make some progress in this arena. I'm, I'm confident it will. Well, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to talk with us and the best of luck with this new program and your relatively new position as well. Thank you. It's been a pleasure, Catherine. I appreciate the opportunity. Before we close, just a note for the communities that are interested in conducting a tree canopy study but don't have the resources to do so, the iTree suite of tools is free and really easy to use. That is spelled I-Tree, T-R-E-E. There's, of course, a lot more to discuss about the urban forest. I promise to bring back that topic again soon, and we will explore different facets. In the meantime, our next episode will be hosted by Laurel. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned.